Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. Welcome to the Independent Schools podcast with me, Juliet Corbett. I'm absolutely passionate about adapting best practice and research from the business sector to address the real world challenges being faced by schools. In this podcast, leaders of independent schools will learn actionable tips and strategies to strengthen their school's income streams, be it through fees, fundraising or commercial ventures. So thanks for joining me today and let's jump straight in. Hello and welcome to this episode. So this week we're going to be looking at diversifying your income stream as an independent school and specifically what that looks like within the COVID-19 era. So a quick overview of what we're going to think about today. We're going to think about what diversifying income means and what it looks like within an independent school. We're going to think about what's changed recently over the last few months with COVID-19 and to what extent that undermines our previous plans around income diversification. And we're going to look at three steps that you can use to audit each of your income generating activities. So you can get a picture of what's working, what's not and what changes you might need to make over the coming months. Okay, so let's kick off by thinking about What does diversifying your income mean? Basically, I mean ensuring that you're getting income from a variety of different sources. So it's about not putting all your eggs in one basket. So if one income stream doesn't do so well in one year, then the others are there to compensate for that. And it's all about strengthening your business model. So the less correlated or connected and linked those income sources are the better because that means that then when one doesn't do so well the others aren't similarly affected and they can balance each other out over time it's a really strong financial strategy so we see it in lots of different types of organization across the business sector certainly it's one of the fundamental principles behind investment management and diversifying income there is is really important And even we see uh, families diversifying their income to ensure that the loss of one particular job or one particular source of income doesn't necessarily undermine the entire household's income stream. So let's think about what that means in an independent school. So most schools are already getting their income from multiple places. So obviously, as a school, 
the fundamental thing that you do is to educate children. So given the independent school business model, that means that fees from the parents for the education that you're providing are the core income stream that you rely on as a school. But increasingly over time, we've seen schools diversify where they're getting their income from, away from just fee income. So for example, fundraising can provide a really solid source of income for schools. Hiring out parts of school facilities for activities like weddings or corporate events. Hiring out sports facilities specifically to the local community. Some schools have gone down the route of international franchises and that produces an income stream for the home school. And in some schools, the um, summer school activities may also be profit generating. So each of these, I'm going to be calling them income generating activities. And please don't misunderstand me. I, I've spent my career in education, leadership and management. The education of children is at the centre of everything that we do. And I don't want to people to think that I'm devaluing it by calling it an income generating activity. But for the purposes of this podcast, that's what I'm sort of thinking about it as. You can only be an independent school and provide that inspirational education if you have a solid business model to underpin it. So that's all quite straightforward, but what's changed in the COVID era? So the basic concept of income diversification is still really sound. It's still a solid financial strategy to employ for your school. But what's hit us all really unexpectedly is that almost all of the income streams that we rely on as an independent school have all similarly been hit by the crisis that we're going through. And that's one of the really big challenges of this crisis. Nobody anticipated, or very few people anticipated, that we would see a negative shock to our economy such that it would impact on everything simultaneously. And that's where the challenge comes. So it's really important that schools ask questions around their business model and their income streams in particular. So key questions that we should be asking include, should we start diversifying our income more than we were previously by starting new activities? So for example, perhaps a school that hasn't pursued international franchise options, maybe looking at them for the first time. And the second question is, should we be stopping or halting some of our activities permanently in order to reduce costs? So for example, schools might be asking, should we completely permanently stop our corporate hiring out of our school facilities for large scale events? So those are the two sides of the question. Should we be doing more income diversification or should we be pulling back on some of our income diversification activities? Now to answer that question, obviously it's going to be entirely different for each school. So you need to be thinking about doing an audit of your income generation activities and you also need to be looking at the whole picture of income sources for your school. So there's a question around each of those activities, are they worth pursuing, either because you're doing them already or because it's something new that you want to explore? And then looking at, as the whole picture comes together, do we have a sufficiently diversified stream of income coming into our school in order to be secure for generations to come. 
So in future episodes, we're going to look at specific opportunities and challenges within each of these different types of income generating activities. So fundraising, international franchises, hiring out facilities and so on. But for the moment, for this episode, I'd like to talk about a general approach to auditing any of your income generation activities. So I'm going to give you three steps that you can go through to see what's changed, how you're doing internally and what changes you might want to make. So step number one, the world has massively changed in the last few months. So we need to look at what's changed in your external environment, which might have undermined the strategies for income diversification that you were using previously. So we're seeing rapid change, we're seeing high levels of uncertainty, and the scope is huge because it's global, it's across our entire globalized economy. So one way that we can analyze these external changes, which can handle those sorts of complexities that we're seeing, is to use what's called PESTEL analysis. So each letter within PESTEL stands for a different area of your external environment, your political, economic, social, technological, environmental, by which we mean climate change, and legal environment in which you operate. So thinking about the trends in each of those six areas helps to unpick some of the complexity of what we're facing at the moment. You're looking for the trends which are going to impact either positively or negatively on each of your income generating activities. So taking each in turn, which are the key trends? And it's important to differentiate between which trends are temporarily going to be a challenge or an opportunity and which are going to be more permanent. Now, this can be difficult to say, but you need to be thinking about it in terms of the the probabilities of which of these trends are going to be impacting us for longer. Now, some of these challenges are going to be really obvious. They'll all spring straight to mind because you will have been living them and breathing them for the last few months as you've guided your schools through this uncharted territory. But there are also going to be significant opportunities or silver linings amid this awful crisis. And being able to identify what those are for each of your income generating activities is a key stage that you need to go through. So you need to acknowledge the uncertainty that we're all dealing with and you may feel that you want to plan for different scenarios which could play out over the coming months. But the basic question that you're asking yourself is what is the potential for this particular income stream for our school in the short, the medium and the long term. So that's stage one, you're looking at the external environment and you're looking at the potential across different timeframes. So step number two is analyzing your internal operations. So having thought about the external environment, we now turn to think about us as a school and what's going well and what could be improved internally. So for each of those income generating activities, 
we need to look at the specifics of how efficient we're being and how effective we're being internally. Now, this is going to look very different for each of those income generating activities I talked about. And in future episodes of the podcast, we're going to be looking at each of those in, in detail so that we can unpick what questions we need to be asking around those internal operations. But for the moment, there's one really obvious commonality between them all, and that is your staffing levels. Now, schools have taken really tough decisions about this over the last couple of months. Um, here in the UK, where I'm speaking from, we've had a furloughing scheme. Now, a lot of schools have taken decisions to furlough staff in order to protect their business model in the short term. It's really important that you keep reviewing those decisions to furlough staff and to make sure they make sense, not just given the current COVID crisis as it passes through each country. But what you need to do is keep reviewing those decisions specifically with the view of income generation in mind. So some income generation areas like fundraising, for example, are long term activities. So cutting back too much for too long on staffing is going to quite quickly become counterproductive because you're actually going to limit your fundraising income potential by not having the staff to maintain the relationships. And that's something we're going to be looking at in future podcasts as well. In other areas, it may be much more appropriate that you cut back on staffing in order to conserve costs with the view that you'll then bring those staff back in when the time is right. So for example, looking at hiring out facilities for your school. It may well be you can cut back more safely on staff for that area and then bring staff back in later and pick up where they left off in a way that isn't necessarily as straightforward for fundraising. So that's step number two. We're looking at the internal operations for each income generating activity specifically thinking about staffing levels. And then step number three is thinking about the changes you might want to make. So having analysed your external environment and then secondly your internal operations, you'll have a better view of what the potential is for each of your income streams over the short, medium and long term. And you've then identified what changes you might want to make internally. Now, when you're considering those changes in step three, you really want to try to ensure you're playing to your strengths. It's really tough to, to go and do something completely brand new in the middle of a pandemic where all of the walls have shifted and all of the cards are up in the air. And it's really necessary that if you're going to be doing something beyond where your natural strengths lie as a school, you need to acknowledge that and then bring in the partners or the advisors that are going to work alongside you to make that a success more quickly. And ideally, you're looking for small steps to open up new income streams, not jumping into something completely brand new unless you have that really solid advice around you to ensure that's a success. So those are the three steps that I recommend. So step one is looking at your external environment, thinking about what's changed, and what are your medium and long term potential within each of your income streams? Step two is looking at your internal operations and in particular thinking about staffing investment at the moment. And step three is making sure when you're making changes to your strategy, playing to your strengths 
you always need to bring in advice if you need it if you're looking to succeed beyond an area that you've naturally been strong at in the past. So we're going to be drilling down into the specific areas for income generation over the coming weeks. If there's anything particular you want me to cover, then let me know. Do get in touch. But I'm going to sign off at the moment and I will see you back here for another episode next week. Bye then. So that's it for now and thanks for listening. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the Independent School Podcast to hear our next episode or sign up for my regular newsletter at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash sign up. Great. See you next time.